love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday, it's June 5th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Hump Day is upon us. I can't believe it's here. We finally made it. We wow. finally made it, folks. Halfway what are we doing, Drew? We're cresting that hill. We're straight up cresting today. There's Drew. Why are my fingernails growing so fast right now? Mm. What's up with New that? New vitamins? All right. No. Oh. Hey, Bethany, the mouth from the south. What's going on? You know, I'm starting to think uh, that Britney Spears shaving her head is maybe an appropriate response to stress. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of stress, he nearly had to chase a tow truck down the street. Our host, The Fitz. When and why? Remember the other day that you got, you got to notice your truck was going to get towed if you didn't move it. Oh my gosh! Okay, so listen. Out of out of everything we just heard, like all right, my truck story, Drew's nails growing, mm-hmm. and Bethany uh, thinking about shaving her head. What should we focus on right now? I well, I want to know how that. serious she is on the head shaving. That's a qualifying question. Mm. I mean, well, which one should we go with? I'm not saying I would do it, but it just seems like a better and better idea every it day. It just makes her seem more normal. <laughs> You know, maybe I mean, she wasn't so out of line. Maybe she wasn't so crazy. So it looks like we're going with the head shaving. <laughs> so uh, why why do you feel you're stressed out enough right now to consider shaving your head? And why is that? Uh, I'm just wondering why is that like an option? Like or what an relief action? would that provide? Right, just from being stressed out. What is shaving your head? I'm do? not sure it would do any of that. Okay. I'm just saying that whenever it happened, obviously everyone was like, "What." And, you know, now she was going through a lot, you know. She was going through a custody thing and breaking up with her husband at the time. So a lot of stress. And I'm just saying that I've got a birthday party coming up this weekend. And then after that, I've got a graduation. And then after that, I've got your your, um, oldest is coming to stay with our grandson. That's right. Our brand new one. My brand new baby grandson. So I've got to have the the entire house clean because he's going to be on the floor, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it's just. And then your birthday, Father's Day. Uh, Cooper's birthday. I mean, it's just. I think that you should do it. I really think that you should shave your head. I've been trying to get you for a while, for a while, like to shave the sides. Remember, like I showed you that picture. I'm like, yes. hey, can you do it like this? Mm-hmm. What is she in a roller derby team? Yeah, that's what he. Yeah, that's no. I just think about. that I just think that there are some women who look like really good with like you know like a shaved side of their head and their hair going the you know, the other way. Yeah, but most of them work the midnight shift over at the pole cat. <gasps> just kidding. That is that could be one of the rudest things I've heard. Or maybe that they is work very like, insulting. Maybe no. they work at like the, the local tattoo parlor, right, which is yeah, cool. Which is fine too, because yeah. I've also begged you, you to get tattoos. I begged you to get a sleeve. I've thought about getting like a little something something myself. Well, I mean, you know? I think tattoos are great. <laughs> I just have never. You guys at your age to go down that path suddenly. <gasps> Why is that? Hey, hey, all right, did you hear that? By the way, he said that it's crazy at thirty nine and a half, thirty nine and a half years old to get a tattoo. At what point did you get yours? I'd love to hear from you right now. Wherever you are, were you insulted at what Drew just said? He says if you are past 39 and a half years old, he thinks it's ridiculous to get a tattoo. Am I, am I clear? And I stand by it. Yes. <laughs> this time I will not dispute what you just said. 
Somebody's phone is ringing, by the way. Uh, what if it was like, you know, a, a tattoo that marked a very important event in someone's life? So so that's okay? That's okay. Oh, Maybe a, a little date or something. But you're, I know you're thinking sleeve. You're looking at a sleeved yeah, up, yeah. like you want like Mm-mm. flowers and snakes and no, skulls on your arm. No or flowers, snakes, Ooh. or skulls, actually. Fire, flames running up your no, arm. F- no flames, absolutely not. None of that. Okay, well. A picture, big tribal? picture, of a microphone. Don't do that either. No, not tribal. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but you know what? The moment will hit me. Big picture of the Fonz. And yeah, you. Do, that's hey. it. <laughs> the Fonz drew. You could do like Stevo did. Get a self portrait on your back. Oh yeah, on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Thug life across your belly. Uh, all right, here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, and here's now, my and now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Hey there, hey there, hey there. I am here, of course, standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories, always receiving them at facebook.com slash follow fits. And if you could kindly please put the uh, in the subject, make sure it says, What Are You Kidding Me? Folks, if you don't mind, I'm going to begin with a very special what the f- Florida story. This is titled, The Youth of America. By the way, when I played this to, uh, for myself the first time, I got angry at this little punk kid. You're about to see, I might even change this to Punk Kids of America. <laughs> because a 19-year-old kid in Florida got pulled over recently, and then he sped off before the cop was able to finish the traffic stop. And an hour later, he called 911 to taunt them about it. He oh, said he'd boy. driven by four cops and wanted to know why they hadn't pulled him over. Because he assumed they had his license plate number, but they didn't. And yes, of course, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio, this little punk kid. Listen to this. 911, yeah, I want to know. So, like, I, I, like, ran from a cop, like, 30 minutes to an hour ago. I was the guy over there off of uh, Kings of the State. Like, what do we pay you guys for? Like, I've driven past four cops. And what do you mean you ran nothing. from a cop? I mean, he turned his lights on me and got behind me, and as he was walking up to my door, I did a donut around him and left. Oh. Okay. So I, you want to now see the officer, or what? what is your question? I, my question is, I'm assuming he put an APD out or that has someone looking for my car. But, like, he, he definitely got the plate number. But okay. He, like, I passed, like, four cops. Just driving around. Like, what are you guys doing? Uh, well, we're working on mini calls, sir. And by the way, the little nitwit, they, while he was doing all that, they tracked him on his cell phone and got him. Yes. <laughs> I would too, yeah. yeah. You know what this is? This is a case these kids think they're the most important thing you in the are world. Like, this guy thinks it's a right. movie or a TV show. Well, no, it's he's asking to be put in jail. on a guy that took off from a traffic stop. First off, he's 19 and he goes, what do we pay you guys for? Yeah, Kid I'm losing. sure that kid's paying into the taxes yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know I'm like really good on Grand Theft Auto? Like, what do you guys do? Uh, like save lives? Yeah. I'm really good on Grand Theft Auto, therefore I can make a donut around the cop. You know, he just needs to go straight to jail, give him a little wake up call for yeah, a little scared straight. Yeah, time. he needs to do a good. He needs to do seven, seven to nine months. Well, how about they just take his license? Period. Suspended license, yeah. seven to nine months. Boom, boom. Next. Bang that gavel. Page two. What are, are you kidding, kidding me? Hang on, here's my gavel. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the great state of Texas 
It's my party. I could cry if I want to. A woman in Texas bought a cake from Walmart to celebrate her daughter's high school graduation last week, and when she got home, realized it was just styrofoam with frosting on top. It was a display cake. When I was a kid, we'd go to the the grocery store that had the bakery in it, and they had all the display cakes around, kind of around the ceiling. And I was always, so, I was, they made me hungry. So Look good. At them. They were so all good. decorated up well, nice. And I said, why can't we get the cake? This is about this is about the cake they didn't get. Here's the mother and her two daughters feeling extremely sad. This is my baby, and she was graduating. That's right. So it was very important to me. I wanted it to be perfect. It's mom's big day as well. It's not just mine. They didn't have her order. They didn't have anything ready. There was a small blue one, which is her school color. So I chose that one. And they said they'd put a couple of graduation things on it and her picture. I go to cut the cake, and it was not budging. I was. You know what? I'm sorry. There's bigger problems in the world than that I day. I agree. That... My God. But do you hear those giant yeah. fake tears that are oh, like leading up to budging. a million dollar lawsuit for pain and suffering? Yes. She, she, she's. Uh, they're suing for eight point nine million dollars for. They are this, not. Yeah, they are. No pain and suffering. I was. No. I thought I was kidding. No. no. Right on it. Eight point nine million dollars. Distress. One of the biggest. Important events in her daughter's life is what she, I don't they're know saying. If you can get that guy that on the billboard ridiculous. to take that. It's a cake. It's a big event in their life too. Okay. Then don't they? Then they deserve a real cake on that day. I don't know. They you you need that mustache lawyer from the billboard. Oh my gosh! Call me now. <laughs> I'm the I'm the strong arm. Have you gotten a styrofoam cake? I am the Texas hammer. Did you want a graduation cake and you received a fake one? Call me now. Have you received faulty baked goods? Fraudulent <laughs> baked goods. <laughs> Did you not receive something on the most important day of your life? Call me now. <laughs> My team of legal assistants are here to help you. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fits happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The line, a great reckoning in a little room in As You Like It, is usually taken to refer to From this Jeopardy just days ago. Your death. Over to James now. He had 23,400, and his response was, who is Marlowe? Christopher Marlowe, you are correct, sir. His wager, a modest one for the first time. That takes him to 24,799. So, Emma, it's up to you. If you came up with a correct response, you're going to be the new Jeopardy champion. Did you? You did. What did you wager? Oh, gosh. 20,000. What a payday. 46,800. And that was it, folks. It is absolutely over. James Holtzauer. Lost on Jeopardy the other night. After 32 straight wins, more than $2.4 million, now there's all sorts of conspiracies coming out, and I've been following several of them. The first one is is that he was just sick of being on TV. He was done with it. He didn't want the pressure, you know, sort of being in the spotlight anymore, and he completely folded it and had some sort of arranged deal with the librarian. The second one is, and this is true, the second one is, is that he was allegedly busted cheating. Have you seen those? You, they no. are out there. Yes. I'm not even kidding. They are out there. And that they had to somehow end it immediately without there being uh, you know, a massive scandal on the show. It's all over on social media. Just check it out if you have a chance. Wow. Now, I do subscribe to one theory, which is I, I think he intentionally threw it because he didn't want to go down as number one. He didn't want to be 
the gold standard for earnings on Jeopardy because just you get make so much attention. You remain in the history books. It would be very hard for anyone to beat him. Now, he would have beat Ken Jennings' but dollar amount, yeah, but right? he would not yet. He was only halfway to his number of consecutive wins. I, I just don't know why somebody would want to throw it because they would have too much pressure being number one. I mean, if anything, isn't that why he was going on the show in the first place? To not only dominate, but win all that money. Well, So by folding, by saying, oh, I, I just don't want to be number one, I, I, I just don't see that. I think because he's not a typical guy. He's not some accountant or something. He is a professional gambler. And I feel like a professional gambler doesn't want that certain kinds of notoriety they don't want to be on well i don't know about that but i do know that they are just sort of different people and they kind of get turned on by certain things like maybe the excitement was i'm gonna go on jeopardy but now he's sort of been there done that so he's just kind of like on to the next thing don't throw away my conspiracies though i i I have to and if if he is a professional gambler maybe it's one of those cases where you got to know when to know when to fold them and he's saying "I'm, i'm i'm cashing in but unfortunately all these theories take away from this brilliant librarian who by all accounts played an amazing game he actually congratulated yeah and people are saying she's straight up brilliant like she invented or she built some kind of a program that that logged and tracked the questions and how they were done and like had kind of beat the system figured out what questions would be coming and what the categories and topics would be and so is she home with a clicker is she the next james holtower you think Find Possibly we'll be. find out. Yeah. yeah. What if we find out it's some organized unit, you know, they've been living in Vegas for eight months to like the, take like over the system. That, yeah, beat yeah, the card game. Yeah. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's choose your news. It's choose your news. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's choose your news. So if you have blue eyes, which I do, I got, I got blue eyes, you may want to be wary of wine and beer and cocktails because genetic researchers at the University of Vermont says that people with blue eyes are genetically more likely to become alcoholics than those who have brown eyes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking like that and it's from Vermont. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because maybe in Vermont there's a lot of blue-eyed people, you know? I'm not sure if that's true either. Uh, yeah, but they do make syrup there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Vermont but anyway, syrup. yeah, the, the, the study's coming out of the University of Vermont, and uh, it's something to, to be worried about. You know, my dad, he, he drinks a lot. I mean, my dad does drink a lot, and he's got blue eyes, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I have blue eyes, and I would also say not with the alcohol, and I thank, thank God for that, but a very addictive personality when it comes to all sorts of you know things, you know, in life, hmm. you know? This is like something ah, coming, Don't look at me with judgment. the Nordic... The Nordic oh. people, right? Oh. Or, or is it like... The uh, Danes. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. My little brother did 23 Me, and I told you what it says. I'm, I'm Viking. Straight up from... Uh, so grab a horn from, of mead. From Scandinavia. Hoist a horn of mead, then. Hoist a horn. The Vikings also called the Danes ah, back in the day. That's right. Back in the day. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. I bet you didn't know that there was an entire category of sporting goods dedicated to e-games, e-sports. You mean so? So you're talking about it. video games, right? Video games. You know how that's becoming big business and a big sporting category. Well, do you have like some sort of little thing, like joysticks and thumb? stuff, all kinds of stuff, different kinds of supports and braces and aids and equipment. Supports well, and braces. Yeah. So listen, IKEA 
IKEA, of all places, going to start selling e-sports accessories. These have previously been really high-end. Like, they're kind of custom-made, 3D-printed stuff for these e-sports athletes. Well, IKEA's getting in the business. They're going to bring the prices down, sell them cheap. It's stuff like extra sticky keyboard covers so your fingers don't slip off the keys, special mouse holders. And then this one item, it looks... It's kind of a bizarre look at it, but it's actually a specialized wrist support that you kind of lock your wrist into this thing, and it keeps your wrist at the optimum angle off the table for gaming. What is wrong oh, in the goodness. world where we have to have these little appliances to help us play these games? That's oh, way too much gaming. Have you also heard about the condition of cell phone elbow? I'm not kidding. Someone told me that they I, they they had to go see their doctor because they thought they had cell phone elbow. I am not messing around. I was recognizing I was getting a cramp, a, a returning cramp in my thumb because I had a really wide phone. Yeah, it was wide like that. Yeah. So when I tried to use it one handed, I was stretching my thumb across the oh. phone. And I started getting like this thumb cramp, hand cramp. That right, would really hurt hand for days. Cramp. Yep, <laughs> you got to watch that stuff. Are your fingers tired? Yes, they were getting tired. Too much phone time. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Choose your news. Smart beds and sleep apps are gathering data that could wind up in the hands of marketing firms, expert warns, and they might even be able to tell when you're doing laundry, Uh, if you got what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleep tracking devices and apps can, of course, help with uh, improving your health, you know, if you want to kind of keep track of your sleep patterns. Uh, and a plethora of firms have released smart kits that monitor you while you slumber. Sleep number, of course, being the smart bed that gives you your number. And oh, they yeah. collect more than 8 billion biometric data points mm. every night. So now you got to worry about, every babe, night. babe, the bed's watching. Yeah, so no, get this. tonight, the bed's watching. Sleep number says, yeah. of course, that it goes to great lengths to protect its customers' data. You can only However, imagine what that sleep number is. However, whenever you sign on that dotted line, their privacy policy says yeah. that they can exploit and share data hey. for any purpose. So you're saying that that sleep app knows when you tap in that app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody want to welcome you back to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Just tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. Set our show as the number one button on your preset. That's all it takes to be a member of the club. You just lock this show into your number one, hold it down, tell it beeps, never take it off. You just became a P1. You're going to hear me on the show uh, you know, talking about what it's like you know, being a parent. I'm a daddy. I got five babies. I got five babies. I got I got a baby having, having babies. You know, I, it, 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 I've been through it all, okay? I've been through it all. And somebody asked me the other day, what's the worst part about being a parent? And I said, being a parent is absolutely wonderful, but I'd say the worst part is about 3.30 a.m. and having your, your kid run from the other room, diving in, into the bed with you and just landing straight on your pork and beans. Boom. While you're sleeping. And at that point, you are absolutely defenseless. And your pork and beans can't even defend themselves. Just a straight foot. Yikes. So that's the worst part. Bethany, what about you? The mouth from the... uh, What's the worst thing about being a parent, would you say? I mean, it's absolutely wonderful, but the worst thing... It is wonderful, but yeah. I mean, uh, I would think for most moms, I would think we sacrifice a lot of ourselves. And that's one of the worst things about being a parent. We give so much 
that we usually end up sacrificing a lot of ourselves in order to do that. And that can get very, very tiring after a while. Sure. Sounds like you're talking about that Kelsey Ballerini song, Miss Me More. I miss me more, you know? Well, <laughs> you know no. what the, You ever listen to that song, Drew, like the no. lyric? <laughs> it's crazy. But I'll be honest, I, I, was li- I was listening very carefully to the lyrics of Kelsey Ballerini, Miss Me More, and I don't know why. When I was singing it. Yeah, I think when my wife was singing it out loud, and, and the song is, I miss me more. I miss the dinner. I miss the what? She says... You know, I thought I'd miss you, but yeah. I miss me more. I miss my own my own beat to my own snare drum. I miss me more. Yeah. Um, I miss sleeping in my own sheets that uh-huh. of my own bed that I, I made up. I miss me more. Basically, well, like, so, I forgot wow. I had dreams. I forgot yeah, I had right. whatever. It's I, definitely about a relationship, but if you make that about your kids, it's pretty sad. Sure. It's like, right? get out of here, kid. I, I miss me. I right. want the old me back. Go to uh, camp or something. We'd love to hear from you, though. I mean, what is the worst thing about being a parent? We're going to go to Tammy. Tammy, go ahead. If they're doing a school art project or they're coloring something that they, right. for like a contest, and you, you just stand by and watch them, and you have to, like... You have to be okay with it. I already know. You have to be okay with it. You're not supposed to help. And it drives you up the wall. Because you want to add your touches you to it. You yeah. want to, to make it perfect or right or whatever. Why and is the sky, why is the sun purple? Give me that marker. <laughs> yes. I like the purple sun. Hey, Doug, what's the worst thing about being a parent? Yeah, I think the worst thing about being a parent is when the kid comes home from uh, school with homework. And you have no idea how to do it yourself. <laughs> that is so true. Hello, Common you Core. For answers. Common Core yes, math. I cannot. New stupid math. It's the new stupid math. That's exactly how I'm going to call it. The new stupid math. You know what? I've my dad, this, my, my dad, Greenberry Bob, said it best. He said, "You know what? We got to the moon just fine with the old way." Yeah, slide rules and tri- ah! trigonometry. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right, Aaron. Aaron, what about you? What's the worst thing about being a parent? Hi, hands down. Patience. Like, if you think you have patience, oh, I can deal with those kids. No problem. No. you, No. Yeah, I mean, I know what she means. Losing all patience, really. Yeah. Yeah. She's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, so much to get to uh, on this hump day edition. Uh, Bethany, what's coming up with the Fitz Files in a little while? Well, Mariah Carey, she's been in a bitter legal dispute with one of her assistants for quite a few years now. She charged what to that assistant's American Express card? Say what? 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 All right, Drew is standing by with a Wednesday reality check. New antitrust investigations have been launched by the House Judiciary Committee and two federal agencies. DOJ is going to handle Apple and Google while the FTC examines Facebook and Amazon. All right, to a lot of people, it might sound like a boring story, but this is very important. Why is this? Very this important? is really important, and it's it's really something that touches all of us. Because listen to these numbers. Now, I'm typically a somewhat against antitrust in a common right. sense way. Uh, I think free capital, you know, whatever, Martin, mm-hmm. free market capitalism. Mm-hmm. However, listen to these numbers. You might change your tune. Google is responsible for 89% of internet search traffic. 95% of young adults use Facebook. Okay. Uh, uh, 75% of online sales go through Amazon. So Google, Facebook, Amazon own everything. Right. And yeah. they're, they're saying that even these companies, even when you can't classify them as a monopoly, they operate as a duopoly. And what that means is two companies that own everything. For example, Google and Apple, mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, Android and Apple, 
are responsible for 99% of cell phone operating wow. systems. Wow. In the, that's everything. That's all of them, basically, wow. right? Uh, they, know, then, they know absolutely everything there is to know which about means us. So, so the crimes they've basically been accused of at different times are things like, obviously, spreading fake news to okay. these companies, which has affected elections, they're saying. Uh, they're, they blame Amazon for things like destroying uh, small-town shopping districts, like basically wiping out. But on the flip side of that, investigators say, well, does their size in some way hurt the consumer? And when you look at it from that way, it seems to go the opposite way, which is they drive prices way down. Look how cheap stuff is now that you can buy it on Amazon. And they provide really great increasing new services, better products, faster products, and yeah. all that. So, And you never have to leave your house anymore. And you never have <laughs> but to leave there your is house. that whole thing about, you know, it is so big that there are people, like, for instance, in Amazon warehouses and whatnot, that are basically going crazy yeah. because of the workload. Right. So, I mean, and is it making everybody completely antisocial? Because, I mean, I was being truthful when I said you do not have to leave your house anymore. Yep. You could have yep. DoorDash. I just had del- delivery, uh, groceries delivered. Our groceries delivered through a DoorDash, yeah. the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting debate because, like I said, you can't use the uh, the standard rubber stamp model for true. does it fit this category or not. You know what? I feel like you're promoting this you know, technology when I support the mom-pop shops. I the, do like mom the and hardware pop store. They have their place. Buy local. But sometimes you need a good price. Sometimes you just have to get the best price possible, and that's where a mega retailer like <laughs> yeah. Amazon comes in. And of into course, play. Amazon with that free prime ship, you know, two day shipping. You two said day free, free prime ship. I just wanted to. Uh, I said free prime shipping. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because you get two day shipping whenever you have a membership with Prime and that pays for itself I mean within a couple of orders it's a right. funny. and then the next question is what does deregulation look like do they right. make Amazon break up into three or four different companies for different types of products how do you divide Amazon how do you say they can't handle everything a couple minutes ago here I was saying buy local buy local my wife is sitting there saying yeah a couple minutes ago DoorDash came to my so house so the debate's right there in your own home yeah. across the dinner table yeah. just letting you know it's the Fit Show the good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Oh, uh, let's see. I, this was interesting. Something is trending in Florida right now. Uh... Florida couple trending right. A Florida couple was arrested for leaving their pig in a hot yeah, car. I told, yep, I told you about this just the other day. Yeah, horrible. It's complete BS. I mean, now you got the government telling you how you can cook your bacon. <laughs> <laughs> they were just slow roasting that bacon. It's so sad though because the poor pig oh, was like foaming at the mouth. This was a pet pig. A pet pig that, that they I, I, had. Yes, I love little pet pigs. They were inside. Uh, oh, I believe I it was bad. like a Walmart or something, and a lady saw it. She told a security guard Good he didn't for do her. anything. Right. And so then she waited, and whenever the pig started foaming at the mouth, she called the police. Oh my and they god, that's the horrible. Window. Yeah. So they got the pig out. The pig they is did. fine. The, the pig seems to be okay. So obviously it wasn't extra crispy. Right. They were inside getting the getting the. Uh, Brown sugar <laughs> in the store. <laughs> the clothes. Were they taking it to uh, like a little luau, or was it? It was a pet pig. It was a pet pig. Yeah. Well, you got to be clear on this. Well, you're the one that told the joke. Was <laughs> <laughs> a pet pig in their car anyway? Go ahead. I don't know. People have their reasons, right? Well, Mariah Carey, um, she's accused of using her ex assistant's uh, American Express card. Her name is Liana, the the assistant. To pay for and conceal plastic surgeries. Now, get this. 
Her, Mariah uh, Carey, you're saying, has had plastic surgery. Well, I've never Can you heard believe it? Believe it or not. I don't believe it. Uh, she requested to use credit cards registered to her assistant's name on surgical treatments such as buttocks enhancement, also fat freezing, firming treatments, um, laser treatments. She had, I heard she was screaming in the waiting room. She said, I'm the only one sitting in here without any hot tea. Probably. <laughs> All I know is that this woman has charged $273,000 worth of items in a two-day shopping spree on this woman's car. I just can't believe it's that you know severe where she feels like she has to do this stuff to her body to, to get some sort of acceptance from society. I can't believe she feels like she has to do that. Well, I don't know. I Ladies, don't know where you don't... her headspace is. You All know, right. where she is in her headspace, but... Somewhere right. near Crazy Town. Okay. Yeah, but she's trying to basically, well, you, you know... You know why? It's people like Drew that makes people like Mariah Carey do that stuff, because Drew is, always, is always those... making comments about shelf life, and... I mean, what does that even mean, Drew? A woman's shelf life. I think you what can is figure that? it out. That is the root... I mean, how dare you? All I'm saying is that Mariah Carey had her day, and it, she should hang it up. And no sense in getting all that surgery because well, you're, you're just not in the game anymore. Speaking of someone that had their day, okay. let's move on to Madonna. Oh, yeah. Speaking she, of shelf life. Can we talk about some country artists sometimes? She just totally whiffed on her chance to shut down the sale of an old jailhouse letter from Tupac. You might have remembered back in the day, Tupac oh, and Madonna thing, right? dated. Yes, yes. They had a thing. Well, whenever Tupac was in jail, he wrote a letter to her breaking... Yeah, it's called Dear Mama. No. <laughs> He wrote a letter to her breaking up with her. And so she had this personal item that was somehow given to a friend of hers. And she signed a release saying that she didn't care about the sale of it. Well, that release has come to haunt her because now the judge says, look, you, you know, you signed a release saying it could be sold. It can be sold. So it is going up on the chopping block. What did the letter so say from Tupac to Madonna? He uh, is breaking up with her basically for being white. <laughs> I'm just oh, being honest. Interesting. Okay. If, you know you're you're kind of bad at relationships right. when a guy in jail writes you and says he feels like this relationship isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. From oh. the can. Right. All right. Uh, you got another story over there? One more. Um, someone that hasn't been around for a while, Colin Farrell, he was once so hungover on the set of Minority Report that it took him more than 50 takes to say one line. You have got to be kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Um, it's unclear how many there were. He said his sister was there, and she left after the 56th try. Bethany, that's a tough life. That's a lot of pressure to sit every day and I'm play. I'm sure it is. And play Great. make-believe and play, you Hard know. job. What do you, what do you call it, Drew? You know, perform, you call it playing Halloween. I say yeah, playing make-pretend or make-believe. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dress up. Right. You never know what they're going through, though. Could have been a, you know, AC could be out in the trailer. It'd be a real hard day like that. (laughs) I'm going to need a shot of whiskey. (laughs) How do they expect me to work under these conditions? (laughs) (laughs) That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. Fits? Fits. With an F? With an F. <laughs> Fits happens. Fits. It's the Fits Show. It is back. Playlist profiling. Uh, make sure to get your, your, your notes out or your legal pad out or your pen, your paper, or your phone. You can take notes because we have a mystery caller on hold. And we are going to attempt to profile this individual based off of three songs and three songs only from their personal playlist. Now, based off of these three songs, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, 
Are they single or married? And how many kids? All right, these are the songs from our Mystery Callers personal playlist. Song number one. Okay, uh, I'm not really familiar with this one. Drew, I bet you will be from Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Oh, yeah. Song number two, Johnny Cash, Boy Named Sue. I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. <laughs> well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. All right, and song number three on Playlist Profiling, some Hank, Country Boy Can't Survive. I All right, uh, based off of those songs and those songs alone, I want to see your profiles. Attempt to profile our mystery caller, and we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. I'll give everybody a few seconds to take, uh, you know, write their notes. Everybody got their profiles complete? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, ready. I think this one is so obvious, unless we're all going to be really surprised. I just think this is jumping out. This is, all right, it's fits. Here's my profile. This is definitely uh, a male. This is a dude, older dude, age 52, definitely drives like a Ford F-150 profession. I think he's an arbor, uh, arboriculturist, which is a tree surgeon. That's what I'm sensing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's married with three kids. Drew, what about you? Well, we're close. I got a male. He's 47 years old. Now, I say he drives a Ford Focus. He's got a commuter ride. He works in the hardware trade. Mm -hmm. uh, Like I said, married with two kids. Okay. So, based on those songs, I say he's a male. 49 years old. Ah. Drives a Ford Fusion. Ooh, Battle of the Ford. Interesting. Um, Is a bricklayer. I think he's divorced, so that would mean single. And uh, has two kids. Ryder the Youngin, what say you? Uh, I'm definitely leaning towards a guy. I'm going to say he's a little bit younger than what you guys are saying, 38. And I'm going to say he probably drives like a Range Rover. I get that feeling from this. Uh, Interesting. Range Rover, I would. But I'm also going to say the reason why is because he's a You think he drives a Range Rover? Listen to Hands down. Oh, hands down. It's the Aussie that threw me the Range Rover. I was like, you know what? Maybe. Man. All right. And then uh, I'm also going to say he's a used car salesman. Well, I'm okay. glad you guys are not trying to solve an FBI murder profile case. <laughs> and he's married with four kids. Four. He's, he's been wow. busy. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? Male. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. And how old are you? 43. Wow. Ooh, okay. What do you drive? Chevy Malibu. A Chevy Malibu. Oh, wow. Right. My girlfriend drives that car. And what is your profession? Painting contractor. Interesting. Are you single or married? I'm married. How many? Do you have uh, children? I've got two. Two children. (laughs) All right. Drew is doing the uh, calculations and tabulations. We're going to see who got closest to profiling you, sir. Hang on one moment. Okay. Okay. Hang on, Drew. Let's take a couple of seconds. (laughs) 
right, what's it looking like? Fitz, what did you have for marital status and, and kids? Uh, married three kids. Married three, okay. Well, that's good because for the first time ever, I'm the winner here. Oh! For the first time ever in the history of the game, I have three points. I got these a male who's married with two kids. I was going to ask you, does it feel weird to be profiled like that? You know, as a painting contractor, no, I'm always profiled. But it feels good to be profiled by people I like. <laughs> it happens live. Hey, so this is the part where we remind you that you're listening to The Fit Show. Thank you. This is The Fit Show. Ah, oh, yes, welcome to Wednesday. Love is in the air on, on the airwaves, through the airwaves, through social media. Thank you so much for being here. There's Drew, Bethany the Mouth from the South, and it's time for a bachelorette check-in, folks. Now, whether you like the show or not... I believe that we should all talk about it because there's a lot of things we could learn. Primarily, if, if, if you're a couple or if you're, if you're a single person and you think you might not like the show, you should really consider sitting down because you might have a good laugh. Because it's hilarious sometimes. Well, I can tell you, you'll, you probably, you'll probably walk away feeling like you're normal. Yeah. You're, wi- <laughs> you're winning me over slowly by playing these segments. Thank you so much. Because I, I honestly thought people watched this to take it seriously, and I was getting some, mad about Hold that. on. Some do. Now, we shouldn't make fun of the show. Like some your people sister re- does. Some people really follow the show in that way. Now, I, I honestly watch it because there are moments of hilarity. I feel like it, it's... Ha- wow. Okay, well, just wow. I feel like it's so fake it has to be made up. Like it's entertainment. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to kick it off with a drama from the other night. Luke P. and Luke S. They got into an altercation while they were playing rugby. Luke can't control himself. Freaking animal. I mean, it's, just, it's just crazy to see. I've, I've never seen anything like it. In competitive situations, he poses a threat to other people. He body slammed me, dude. Luke P. He's just kind of a well, I saw him when he got up. He knees you right in the face. He in the face. He you in the face? Yeah. Luke P. is only looking out for Luke P. Luke, Luke S. P. did nothing... That deserved retaliation. Uh, he truly did not. And here's and here's where I discovered the other night on social media that Hannah was completely freaking out. Who's Hannah? Well, you know, the Bachelorette. Hannah, Hannah's oh. the Bachelorette, right? And because I think she's got a thing for uh, for Luke P. Mm-hmm. He but is, I saw him. He was a he was a good looking dude. You well, know? well, most of them are in that show. They're all pretty decent looking. Luke P. Luke S. Luke R. <laughs> he's a looker. So now you're interested in it? No. Oh See, no, 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 no. Now she's. Oh really? There's no, hot guy. No, I'm not. No, well, I'm not. So so listen. Hannah got emotional because I think she really likes Luke P. And she, it's tough, you know, as far as her trying to read them. I'm just struggling with my emotions today. Last night was just a constant state of frustration and confusion about Luke P. And it's very obvious that I have feelings for him, probably the strongest. And I don't know if I'm reading him wrong or right. Okay. Mom always said, get you a girl that cries at the drop of a hat. All right, listen, we'll, we'll wrap it up with this as we're doing our bachelorette check-in. Here's both Luke's talking to Hannah, and then they're apparently arguing in the next room, not knowing that she is listening to every single word. You know exactly what the you did, man. You said it in front of us, dude. Like, you said it in front of us. I said to you, please go up there and tell her the truth. Did I not say that to you? I did, I did nothing about that. Dude. <laughs> Am I crazy here? No. You're not, you're not crazy. You said it in front of everybody. Let me just tell you, man. 
Karma is a bitch, and you're gonna get yours. Trust me. Luke, and Luke, can I talk to y'all? Dude, bro. Oh, what did she say? I wonder. Bro, you said net. it, dude. No, I didn't. Dude, bro, you said it in front bro, of everyone, bro. I mean, listen, we're sitting here completely. We're sitting here broing out, bro. We're just gonna sit here and bro out. I can't believe how competitive you were in that game, bro. You were like going at it, dude. dude you need him right in the face, I mean, bro. Dude, bro, bro, dude. <laughs> It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. There is a police officer in Winslow, Arizona, who was signing off for the last time the other day before retiring after 26 years of service. That's a long run, isn't it? Wow. That's a great run. And check this out. His three sons surprised him over the radio. With messages of love and gratitude. Something else. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. It's on Makeup or Breakup, where we bring you to the table to uh, provide you know some perspective on what a couple should do. Welcome to the show. And by the way. Uh, these couples, as they come on, they are willing participants. They know exactly that everybody's hearing them, and they know that everybody's going to want to give their opinion. Uh, so with that, I'd like to say hello to Jordan. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. First of all, Jordan, tell me a little bit about you. What do you do for a living? Um, I work in admin. And Jordan, obviously, I know, uh, you know you're on this for a reason. You're having some issues in your relationship. How long have you been with your boyfriend, Dave? Oh, boy. It, it's been a few years now. So, it, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> okay. And and what, what's the big problem right now between you two? Well, it, it's, not, it's not a problem. It's, it's more of a dilemma. Um, you know, our relationship is great. Um, he recently got offered a promotion. Oh, which okay. Which is great. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with the promotion? Well, the thing is, the promotion is sending him to... Charleston, South Carolina. It's what he's been working for, but it means he has to move to Charleston. And which leaves you, right? What are you going to do? Right. So are you worried if you should go long distance or what? I mean, that's the big dilemma. I mean, like, if he takes it, um, do we try going long distance? I mean, I've been in my job for a few years and I love it, you know, and and of course I have friends here, you know, I have a life here. So, um, do we try work this long distance, or do I try to move to... I mean, we don't live together yet. I mean, do I try to move to Charleston with him and just for him? And, has, you know, does that mean my life revolves around him? Well, has he even, like, taken a knee and tried to put a ring on your finger yet? Uh, 
Not yet. Oh! Oh. Well, you even know? before that, so before we get him on, is he asking you to move in with him in South Carolina? He hasn't said anything about it yet. Oh. So, oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know he's trying to give me space to kind of see how I feel about it, but he hasn't asked me one way or the other yet, and and, and that makes me wonder, too. I mean, you know... Is this kind of it? Does he want me to go with him? Does he want to wow. relationship? Okay, uh, I want you to hang on because, as you know, uh, Dave is on hold right now and he's hearing all this. Uh, but we're going to get him on the phone in a second and just kind of see if we could figure this whole thing out. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, please. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. F-I-E with a C. Fitz happens live. Jordan, you want to tell me what just popped up in your relationship? Well, he got offered a promotion, which is really, really great. Um, but the promotion is in Charleston, South Carolina. And so, you don't know if you want to go or if he even wants you to go. That's the thing. I just can't get any read on what he wants. <laughs> well, we're going to ask him directly. <laughs> All right, let's get Dave on. Hello, Dave. What's up? Fitz, nice to meet you. Hey, Fitz. How's it going? It's good, my friend. Obviously, you've been listening to the show the past few minutes and your girlfriend, Jordan, you know she's got some concerns. She really doesn't know what the heck is going on. But first, let me say to you, congratulations on your promotion. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. It's been a really a long time coming. I've, I've worked my butt off to get where I am today, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Pretty pumped. Well, why haven't you said anything to Jordan about it yet? I mean, as far, I, mean I well, know she knows about the promotion, but as far as, like, moving arrangements. the moving arrangements... Well, you know, it's just been a, little, a, a lot going on, and, you know, I've been telling my family and everything, and, um, you know, I've just had a lot of stuff to figure out, and I didn't want to kind of bog her down with all that weight and pressure uh, until, you know... It, weight and pressure kinda... is an engineer. Well, Jordan's on with us right now, Dave. Uh, feel free to discuss. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Oh, okay. Hey, Jordan. Um, hey, sweetie. How are you? Yeah, so uh, obviously you know the news. Um, what do you think? I mean, pretty exciting, right? It is exciting, but I just, I don't know. You seem to be talking about all these preparations for your new life, and, and I just don't know where I fit into all of that, you know? Does it include me? I, I, I don't know where you want me to be in this. Well, what do you, what do you want? I mean, I love our relationship. I love you. Um, you know, it's a big decision for me to give up my life here. You know, I've been really happy here and to go into this big unknown. And that, you know, that would mean that my life kind of revolves around you. But it makes a big difference, you know, whether you want me in it. I mean, hey, Dave, can we, can, can we get that question answered? Uh, I mean, do you want Jordan to come with you to South Carolina? I mean, this is what this is all coming down to. And and if Look, so, why haven't you asked her yet? I guess I was just nervous for her response because at the end of the day, that question is kind of an ultimatum, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess I just haven't worked up the courage enough to just freaking ask her. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd love it if you came to South Carolina with me. And I don't think your life would revolve around me. I think... It would be a fresh new beginning for you, too. And Charleston's a great place. 
you know? And your field definitely exists there. Get, buy a house with me and, you know, let, let's start a life. All right, that, that, do, are you serious? Yeah, let's do this freaking thing. <laughs> See, that kind of sounds like an invite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you might as well just okay. might as well just pop the question right here. <laughs> Don't push him. Yeah. All right, okay, we're gonna. You know what? We're gonna move, not a ring. Obviously, you guys have a lot to discuss right now. I'm sure. <laughs> so, thank you for bringing it to the show. Our phone lines and our text messages are going crazy. So, I'm gonna put you guys on hold and let you figure all this out. But we definitely want to chat with you guys again. Okay. okay. Thank, thank you guys for having us on the show. Yeah, you bet. All right. So make up or break up. Right now, we'd love to hear from you. The Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. If you just tuning in, we just had a, an edition of Make Up or Break Up where a willing couple came on the show talking about their issues. Uh, it was Jordan and Dave. And basically, Dave is moving to what, Charleston, South Carolina with Boeing. So did he end up inviting her or what? I mean, was that a solid invite? It, it felt like it. Now, there are a few texts that feel like that was under duress. What do you mean? A few of the texts say, no, he's not in it. He's feeling pressured. Uh, some of them say he was on the spot. But that's the minority. Most people are saying, do it. This sounds awesome. It, it, this text right here says, I'm so invested in these two. Hashtag goals. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, currently crying because that was so sweet. That's another text. Aww. Hey, James, your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I was just saying that it didn't sound like he really wanted her to go in the first place. And then, you know, he started talking and then invited her. But, you know, if it was really me, I would have really wanted somebody to go. I would have been begging him to go, not saying, oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I'm scared. Well, if he's he shouldn't have been scared if they'd been together for over two years. Yeah, I felt like she kind of forced... It out of him to say, hey, so are you going to come with me? I was feeling his fear. William, it's Fitz. How are you? What do you think? Make up or break so, up here? I think make up. And when I left Texas with my lady, she was just like, you're either getting in the van or you're staying. <laughs> here we are. Ten years later, we just celebrated our 15th anniversary. So. Yeah, right Congratulations to you. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by in just a little bit. We're going to go straight out of country. And Cole Swindell loves that fans do what? He loves fans that do what? Have wet ah. t-shirt contests. Nope. 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 <laughs> Drew. What's, what type of fans does Cole Swindell love? Fans that sing along with the song. Uh, you know what? There's no way you're going to find that out right now until I share it with you in a couple of minutes when we go straight out of country. Right now, though, Drew has the Wednesday reality check. After his 32-day streak on Jeopardy, James Holzhauer's winnings, well, they come to an end. What a game. Oh, my God. We're going to say goodbye to James, too. Yeah, so he's done. 32 consecutive games ended earlier this week. And the interesting thing about this story is no one's just accepting it as the guy lost. Any other player, you win a few games, that's great, and then you lose. It's almost like people think he's unbeatable. So here's the breakdown. 32 consecutive games. He got up to $2.452 million. $2,452 million. million. Wait, $2,452,000, which actually puts him only about $58,000 short of previous champion Ken Ken Jennings and current champion Ken Jennings. 
Now, Ken Jennings got just over 2.5 million, but he did it. It took him 74 wins to do it. Now, there are some crazy conspiracies going on. Uh, some of them saying that he, he folded to let the librarian win because he didn't want to be in the spotlight anymore. The other one is, is that he was caught, allegedly caught cheating and that they had to quietly and uh, quickly shut it down as soon as possible. These are all these social media theories and conspiracies out so there right now. If yeah. you've been on Jeopardy, can you be on Jeopardy again? Well, there's the tournament champions. I was about to say, I really would think it would be really a good idea to have like an all-star. All Don't like they do that? Ken no? up against James. They, up wow. against. They do. I would love to see Ken, you know what? Ken and James. But you would see that thing going for months, just like we did the recent spelling bee competition. Well, the tournament they had like champions, eight winners. I think the tournament champions only runs for a week. It's like, and a, you know, it should be bookend. something where, the, where like their money goes to charity of their does. choice or something like yeah. that. But yeah. it's still, it would be fun to see like these super smart people right. going head to head. Right. Yeah. Some people say he did it just for, out of deference to Ken to Jennings. Do it, right? He wanted to see Ken Jennings stay the champion. Are you kidding? Him. There's all kinds of theories. I find it so interesting that we don't. We won't Jennings just allow qu- that this guy could have lost. Did Ken Jennings quit? Did he? When did he decide to quit? No, doing he was it? finally beaten. He was by who? Uh, I, I don't remember. The guy who beat him didn't go very far. He went like a week and then the stuff. battle of the brains. What? How much information could one person have? They ask these incredibly obscure questions. You got to like basically study every trivial pursuit game there is. At a certain I feel like point, you can't rub stu- against an answer you I, don't have. I feel like you can study these. If, if it, it seems like these people have noticed some sort of an algorithm or strategy that they have created well, to Well, that's what they're saying about the librarian on. who right. beat Holtzauer is that she had made some kind of computer program that tracked the answers and the Boy, scores and lucky. all that stuff. I mean, I mean just that's like, amazing. Remember there was, the, take there, those people to there Vegas was for a while you. there were a couple people that figured out lottery winnings right. and which yeah. ones were going to hit yeah. and they were able to win like yeah. six, seven times. Why can't I be that smart? Well, why, <laughs> why can't you and I start booking vacations with those people? That's what we tell you. Those are the people you want to go to Vegas with. Well, they don't seem to be Aiden. very honest. Uh-huh. It's three hundred bucks. Me out of your money. Go in there and see what you could do for me. Come on. <laughs> it's a service. Whatever you win, I'll give you. What you know? Go ahead. Well, I'm going to tell you about someone who who wasn't lucky. This is a bizarre story. A man, a 30 year old Utah man, was gored nearly to death and trampled by what kind of animal? Bison. Mm. He was out on a run in, in a nature preserve, and he, as he crested a hill, he comes over the hill, and he sees this herd of bison. So he just thinks he's going to run right by him. They didn't like it. He was in their space. Oh, no, they charged. One of them charged him, oh, gored no. him through the hip with its horn, and then they trampled him nearly to death. He was severely injured. Uh, but just goes to show, wildlife is wildlife. Even something as docile appearing as a buffalo can be a deadly, deadly animal. So just stay yeah. clear of wildlife whenever you can. If you see them. Go around. Go somewhere else. Go Tumani. back the other way. Just turn the uh, turn around. Tumani Tutanka. That's from uh, Buffalo from Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Drew. You're welcome. That is the Wednesday Reality Check. Now. It's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. So, my buddy Cole Swindell. Cold and rainy Swindell. That is his full legal name. Really, really cool guy. He thinks uh, it, it's great um, to basically hang out with fans. And Cole Swindell specifically loves fans that do what, Drew? Well, I already guessed sing along with the songs. That's or not know it. All the songs. That's not it. That is absolutely incorrect. Wear their bathing suits to the absolutely concert. Absolutely incorrect. Well, he probably likes that I'm too. I'm sure, yeah, he'd love that. I'm just trying to throw things <laughs> out there. Cole Swindell, he loves that fans decide the CMT Music Award winners. Duh. 
Well, that really? was a letdown. <laughs> yeah, really. He loves it. He says, quote, it's better than people sitting around who don't buy the music and don't really listen to it, getting to vote on stuff that you Agreed. worked on all year. You know, yeah. We were kind talking. Like what the- we always say, yeah. Yeah. Pat yourselves yeah, on the back. Yeah. You know what? The other day, actually, it's kind of bizarre. We were having this conversation about what's going on with Apple, and so many people are wondering, is iTunes still going to exist? And I guess now there's going to be some sort of app now where all the music is on there. Well, at that point, you wonder, how do the artists get paid, right? So I guess that that's why he's saying, you know, those fans who show up to the CMT stuff and the CMT Fest and vote for the, the you know, for all that stuff, it, those are the true dedicated fans that will buy that music and buy that ticket to go to the you show. You can also remember, though, that the People's Choice Awards is the same way. People's Choice yeah. is, you know, all categories, right. all genres of music, but it's voted on by the people. Right. And the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, which is a big deal. That's like the biggest thing. Yeah, kids love you, get man. Get slimed. I would love to get slimed. Absolutely love it. You know? I think this year it was hosted by John Cena again. Oh, Oh, he's a pretty cool dude, though. Yeah, he's super cool. Uh, all right, then. Chris Stapleton. He loves performing at CMA Music Fest because it's right down the street from where he lives. It's a weird thing, you know? Like, uh, I, I can't think of any other word, you know, uh, other than, I, you know, I live down the street. So <laughs> just going to drive down to the football stadium and play for 25 minutes, you know? But it's, uh, yeah, it's a remarkable thing that, uh, you know, to get to be a part of uh, a mass of people who want to listen to music. It's great. You guys, I think we could all agree uh, when it comes to Luke Combs right now, he is pretty much on every other song on the radio as as he deserves to be. I mean, yeah, everything right everything he, he he puts out is just a smash hit song. Beer never broke my heart. Beer never is broke my heart is huge. Awesome. Do you remember? Just it was maybe two years ago, maybe three years ago that we were at a country music convention, right? A radio convention, right? And they were—he was one of the new artists they were bringing out, right? To play just for radio yeah. people. He was brand new, and no yeah. one knew him. And, and people were looking at him, going, "That guy doesn't fit the role." Yeah, who's this kid? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, that's what I love about him is that you know he's unique, and yeah. and, and yet at the same time that he's voice. he's traditional, and also that he's country. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The hills of North Carolina, boy—that's where he came out of. Uh, yeah. And the other night on the Tonight Show, he did a, a really cool Almond Brothers band classic, <gasps> Ramblin' Man. Oh, And I found yeah. this for you guys, and I wanted to share it with you. Check it out. Lord, I was born a Ramblin' Man. Trying to make a living and doing the best I can. And when it's time for leaving, I hope you'll understand that I was born. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, turn it up. Fitch happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom. 
is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. You know, I get so many submissions for troop salutes from parents, spouses, siblings, and children of our servicemen and women. And we all understand the toll and sacrifice that service and deployment has on these relationships. The strain on a marriage or separation from a parent for service is one of the oldest ideas associated with the profession of soldier or sailor. But we can't forget the strain on friendships. You know, people become close only to move around the country or the world and turn that regular companionship into a long distance connection. And today we salute Alicia Garofalo of the United States Navy. And Alicia's best friend, Christopher, wrote in to remind me just how much it hurts when a friend has to relocate for service. He says, Alicia has been stationed in Missouri for a few years. She's shipping off to Hawaii soon to complete her service in the Navy. And that really sucks because I won't get to see her that much. He goes on to say, but our friendship is really important and so is her job because uh, she's serving our country. We've grown really close, and I wouldn't change that for the world. And you know what? It's uh, it's like that all over the country. But sailors like Alicia make all of these sacrifices in order to continue our American way of life. And uh, we all just have to understand that. That's why today we salute Alicia Garofalo of the United States Navy. We live in the land of the free because of the brave and pink right now. That's right, pink. Mm. See how y'all like this, singing our national anthem. Oh, say can you see my good Stripes and bright stars through the let's fly for the ramparts we watch for so Of the day. 
It's good to be here standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. If you don't mind, I'm going to begin with a story out of Canada. The wussification of Earth. According to a brand new study out of Canada, and actually, you know, Canada's cool. They've always, they seem like pretty cool people up there. But brand new study out of Canada says dodgeball is an unethical tool of oppression that teaches aggression and dominance. Yeah, but it's awesome. It is so awesome. And people, you know what, guess what, that's life. Sometimes in life you're going to get belted right in the face from out of nowhere by something or somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, in one way uh, or another. And you know what it also teaches? It's not necessarily the strongest that survive. It's sometimes the quickest or the best strategy. You can win that game without being the strongest thrower out there. Sure, sure. A lot of lessons. But anyway, here's the PSA. Uh, We grabbed this from the original movie Dodgeball. Listen to this. Remember, dodgeball is a sport of violence, exclusion, and degradation. So... When you're picking players in gym class, remember to pick the bigger, stronger kids for your team. That way, you can all gang up on the weaker ones. That's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely terrible. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of the fast food industry, give me your money. Apparently, starting this week, McDonald's is offering a couple of international menu items. The Sroop Waffle McFlurry from the Netherlands. The Grand McExtreme Bacon Burger from Spain. There's the Tomato Mozzarella Chicken Sandwich from Canada. And the Cheesy Bacon Fries from Australia, mate. And for three hours on Thursday, three hours tomorrow, you could buy them by bringing in any amount of foreign currency. I'm not even kidding. You'll have to Google cool. you know, your area. Yeah, so, but listen to this. Want a taste of Canada without crossing the border? That'd be nice, eh? For one day only, trade any amount of foreign currency for any of our new Worldwide Favorites menu items. McDonald's International Currency Exchange, June 6, 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Can we do regular currency? What about, like, Chuck E. Cheese coins? I'm going to walk in there with those, see what I can get. I'm serious. Do we get excluded if we only have American currency? Yeah. What I want to know is, they said any amount of currency. I've got a couple Canadian pennies kicking around. Mm, is that, that'll that's work. an amount of yeah, that'll work. Like, foreign currency. Are they going to... Like adjust it. Like, do they know how many Canadian nickels uh, equals what, or how many? Well, he made it sound Spanish... like any amount. Like, if you bring some foreign money in, you'll get food. something. Yeah, it's not like they can measure out what a dollar, you know, two fifty yeah, is. Though it says you can, you can buy bringing in any amount of foreign currency. Wow, I mean, it's Give pretty. It's only for three hours. Yeah, three hours on pretty, Thursday. Okay, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a line around the block. I'm gonna dig for my pesos. <laughs> All right, then, everybody. There you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitz Files. Oh, uh, let's see. I, this was interesting. Something is trending in Florida right now. Uh, Florida couple trending right. A Florida couple was arrested for leaving their pig in a hot yeah, car. I told, yep, I told you about this just the other day. Yeah, horrible. It's complete BS. I mean, now you got the government telling you how you can cook your bacon. <laughs> <laughs> They were just slow roasting that bacon. 
It's so sad, though, because the poor pig oh, was, like, foaming at the mouth. This was a pet pig. A pet pig that, that they I, had. I, yes, I love little pet pigs. They were inside. Uh, oh, I believe I it was, back. like, a Walmart or something, and a lady saw it. She told a security guard. Good he didn't do her. anything. Right. And so then she waited, and whenever the pig started foaming at the mouth, she called the police. Oh, my and God. That's horrible. Window. Yeah. So they got the pig out. The pig they is did. fine. The, the pig seems to be okay. So obviously it wasn't extra crispy. Right. They were inside getting the getting the uh, brown sugar <laughs> in the store. <laughs> the clothes. Were they taking it to uh, like a little luau, or was it? It was a pet pig. It was a pet pig. Yeah. Well, you got to be clear on this. Well, you're the one that told the joke. Was <laughs> <laughs> a pet pig in their car anyway? Go ahead. I don't know. People have their reasons, right? Well, Mariah Carey, um, she's accused of using her ex-assistant's uh, American Express card. Her name is Liana, the the assistant. To pay for and conceal plastic surgeries. Now get this, her Mariah um, Carey, you're saying has had plastic surgery. Well, I've never Can you heard believe it? Believe it or not? I don't believe it. Uh, she requested to use credit cards registered to her assistant's name on surgical treatments such as buttocks enhancement, also fat freezing, firming treatments. Um, Laser treatments. She had. I heard she was screaming in the waiting room. She said, I'm the only one sitting in here without any hot tea. Probably. <laughs> All I know is that this woman has charged $273,000 worth of items in a two day shopping spree on this woman's car. I just can't believe it's that you know severe where she feels like she has to do this stuff to her body to, to get some sort of acceptance from society. I can't believe she feels like she has to do that. Well, I don't know. I Ladies, don't know where don't... her headspace is. You All know, right. where she is in her headspace, but... Somewhere right. near crazy town. Okay. Yeah, but she's trying to basically... You, you know, know why it's people like Drew that makes people like Mariah Carey do that stuff? Because Drew is always, is always those... making comments about shelf life. and I mean, what does that even mean, Drew? A woman's shelf life. I think you what can is figure that? it out. That is the root... I mean, how dare you? All I'm saying is that Mariah Carey had her day, and it, she should hang it up. And no sense in getting all that surgery because well, you're, you're just not in the game anymore. Speaking of someone that had their day, okay. let's move on to Madonna. Oh, yeah. Speaking she, of shelf life. Can we talk about some country artists sometime? She just totally whiffed on her chance to shut down the sale of an old jailhouse letter from Tupac. You might have remembered back in the day, Tupac oh, and Madonna had a thing, right? dated. Yes, yes. They had a thing. Well, whenever Tupac was in jail, he wrote a letter to her breaking... Yeah, it's called Dear Mama. <laughs> no. <laughs> He wrote a letter to her breaking up with her. And so she had this personal item that was somehow given to a friend of hers. And she signed a release saying that she didn't care about the sale of it. Well, that release has come to haunt her because now the judge says, look, you, you know, you signed a release saying it could be sold. It can be sold. So it is going up on the chopping block. What did the letter say from Tupac to Madonna? He uh, is breaking up with her basically for being white. (laughs) I'm just oh, being honest. Interesting. Okay. You know you're you're kind of bad at relationships right. when a guy in jail writes you and says he feels like this relationship isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. From wow. the can. Right. All right. Uh, you got another story over there? One more. Um, someone that hasn't been around for a while, Colin Farrell, he was once so hungover on the set of Minority Report that it took him more than 50 takes to say one line. You have got to be kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Um, It's unclear how many there were. He said his sister was there, and she left after the 56th try. Bethany, that's a tough life. That's a lot of pressure to sit every day and play. I'm sure it is. And play make-believe and play, you know. Hard job. What do, you, what do you call it, Drew? You know, perform, you call it playing Halloween. I say yeah, playing make-pretend or make-believe. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dress up. Right. You never know what they're going through, though. 
could have been a, you know, AC could be out in the trailer. It'd be a real hard day like that. <laughs> I'm going to need a shot of whiskey. <laughs> How do they expect me to work under these conditions? <laughs> <laughs> That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. Fitz happens live. Hey, happy hump day, everybody. Welcome back to the show on Instagram right now. Follow Fitz with a Z. Are we friends? Huh? Are we friends? Let's be friends. I mean, it'd be so it'd be so nice if you told your friends, coworkers, and loved ones about the show as well. Uh, again, follow Fitz on Instagram. There is Drew right over there. Is Bethany the mouth from the south? Earlier, we were talking about uh, you know pop artist Mariah Carey, and apparently uh, she was trying to get a lot of plastic surgery done, so she wanted to be anonymous about it. That's understandable. So she used a friend's credit card and had a whole like three hundred something thousand dollars worth of stuff done. And we hear about these stories all the time, where not just celebrities, but you know people we know are having massive amounts of plastic surgery. I mean, you name it, they're having it done to their face and their body. My question is, I actually wrote this down after after that Mariah Carey thing. What is it about the fear of aging, right? I mean, is there really a true fear when it comes to, you know, more years being tacked well, on? Well, I don't think life? that that's, you know, rocket science. I mean... Obviously, society focuses on youth. Everything right. is youth-oriented. Youth yeah. But so it's beautiful being youthful, and everybody in, in those commercials are gorgeous right. and young and considered desirable. Yes. Desirable to be youth, youthful. And do people think you have to be youthful to be desirable? Well, that's kind of what we're building in our fast-paced, you know, yeah. media-based world. But if you think about it, cultures in the past really respected age and wisdom, and I think we need to slide back toward that. Yeah, it was also the cultures in the past, though, that they were also on the search for the fountain of youth. True. You know, they never gave up on that. Yeah, know. but I'm not sure that it was for beauty. I'm pretty sure that the fountain of youth was for more ruling. for... Living, yeah, l- living for, longer. For living or, or just, you know, knowing more or, you know, um, I don't know, just I learning think that, about life. And this is just uh, some dude talking, all right? But I think that a lot of women think that guys don't want their their woman to age mm-hmm. and stuff. And you okay. know what guys, we actually do. Yeah. We I actually agree. we actually love watching it. Okay, like for instance, let me I was watching But you guys Do- think that we don't, huh? I was watching Dr. Phil the other day. Love Dr. And there was a girl on there and she's in her 20s, okay? But she's in her late 20s. She's had five children and her fiance does not want she wants a mommy makeover. And her fiance did not want her to get it. He says they didn't have the money to get it. But other than that, he didn't want her to get it, period. Didn't want her to look different. And this was her thing, is that she was like, you know, but I'm sitting on the couch next to you, and you're on Instagram, and you're looking at all these women with certain types of bodies. Yeah, Drew. You know, checking them out. And then you you don't, you know, you pay them compliments, but you don't pay anything to me. And then you expect me not to want you to feel that way about me. Uh-huh. And that, she said, that's what's fueling wow. part of my interest in wanting to get this done. Of course, she wants to be desirable for her What was her she fiance, wanting to have done? A whole mommy makeover. Ah, so, okay. breast augmentation, probably right. liposuction, tummy tuck, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe some skin removal. It's so sad that society is saying, hey, you know, because you're a mommy, you're going to need to go ahead and get this procedure done, this mommy makeover, because that's what's going to make you you again. And it's not true. 
Well, no, it's not true, but it is if a woman is going to feel better after having that done, right. then I think that that is what's most important. She can't think that it's going to change her life. Mm-hmm. But if she can understand that, you know, if, it, if it's truly just to help her self-esteem and to help her feel better, you know, not anything on the outside, because obviously it's not going to change. You can't expect something like that to change that stuff. But other than that, you know. I mean, that's why it was a big deal. Like Elon Musk, his mother, May Musk, I follow her on Instagram. She's oh, that, like that, 71 yeah, years she's, old. She's that really hot old lady. And she's a model. Yes. She's, she's a so great hot. model. Yeah. Really hot and sexy. Changing uh, the world, though. But anyway, what I was saying was, uh, ladies, I, I know that you feel like you have to do that stuff, but we love you just the way you are. Your response. I'm just saying, uh, I think most women would say, yeah, that's your words, but your actions don't follow that. Interesting. Fitz Happens Live. Oh, yeah. All right, it's what have we learned today? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. It's Wednesday, June 5th. 2019, and wherever you are right now, let us know what you picked up from uh, from our show. Just send us a message, say what's up, reach out. Here's what I learned. I learned that I believe that I've convinced a couple of people to watch North America's greatest TV show, and that's The Bachelorette right now, because I'm loving it. Even if you can't stand the drama, even if you think it's fake, you could honestly sit back and laugh. I've, I've with invented your, a new you, word for it. You could laugh with your honey if you just let yourself laugh with your honey during, during the show. It's ridiculosity. Complete ridiculosity. It it's ridiculosity. great. And you will love it together. You will love watching it with each other. You will love it if you just let yourself love. Let yourself love. I think love you should just let pools. yourself laugh. Yeah. That's what you should be doing. Let yourself laugh, laugh while you love. That's great. I, I think that's good. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that uh, Luke Combs can do it all. We heard him cover the Allman Brothers Ramblin' Man from a late night show. Dude, it's awesome. Lord, I was born a ramblin' man. Cover. <laughs> Another edition of Songs Gone Wrong. <laughs> All right, hey, Bethany, what's up? Go. What have we learned from our show? I learned that tomorrow... For three hours, you can go to McDonald's and get all sorts yeah. of international McDonald's food, like something yes. from the Netherlands. There's going to be a McFlurry from please the Netherlands. Please McDonald's in a, your area, please. Uh, a burger from Spain, um, yeah. another burger or a chicken sandwich from Canada. And You're all you have to do fries. is bring any amount of foreign currency. Any foreign currency, it really? It says any amount That's really of cool. foreign currency. Wonder what they're going to do with this. it. Wonder why we're trying. Wonder why we're getting. Uh, why we want foreign currency right now? What are the people at McDonald's up to other than serving up tasty international treats? Well, hey, I will straight up love McDonald's forever, forever, and forever. Ask me why. Why? Because I have seen a family who was living in the Ronald McDonald house, and I watched how the Ronald McDonald house just saved their little lives and took such, uh, not only took care of them, but provided 
food and shelter and, and, you know, didn't charge anybody a dollar. They took care of everything. Well, I know that a lot of times people don't know what the Ronald McDonald House is. And basically what it does is it gives people that um, have a disease, kids that have a disease, it gives their family some place to stay while they're getting treatment. If they they can't afford it. Right. Uh, Families that don't have the money to to pay. uh, Well, a lot of, most families really don't have right. the money to pay for housing while your child is getting a life-saving and they, treatment. And the Ronald McDonald House takes care of everything. It yep. was really one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. So, like, whenever you see those on the side of the, you know, the drive-thrus and, you know, maybe yeah. you, get, you have some change, drop it in that slot. Because, because it does go it, there. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, that, 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 that's a great way to end the show. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big. Because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.